Hello again, and welcome to Killing the Great White Male. Today's conversation between, or today's more, I guess, of the conversation, the shared experience between myself, Royce, and uh, Lauren Carlson, the author of several books and and uh, a curriculum around consent that's meant to be worked with children as as young as three or four or five years old. Really, it's it's a book for those of us that are parents, reminding us uh, how to how to engage consent with our children long before things like sex are even a part of their world. A reminder also that this particular conversation has a lot to do with sex and a lack of consent. So please know that some folks will find it triggery as we wrestle with topics of sexual assault and rape. Our last converse, our last episode uh, left off in the conversation uh, with Lauren saying she seemed to like it. And that notion that clear communication versus some mystery guessing game is a source of major issues in our relationships. She seemed to like it. Let's dive back in. Well... Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners, of your listeners, have had sex with someone who's unconscious. Uh, But I don't know how much I could have been showing that I liked it. (laughs) But to say, um, for for males, especially because when they are liking it, it is so much more noticeable. And, um, but, but I think that we're doing males and injustice by saying if you have an erection you want to have sex because that is not what that means i can't count the number of times so my my spouse and i hold have date night every week um and before covid it entailed lots of fun things outside the home covid (laughs) it's become a little frustrating and little rote um but it the the so we, we do day and night and, and we hold it with each other that there's the intention of hooking up. Um, right. Right. It, it, but there still is that, you know, that no button that we can push. Like we still right. have to consent as, as we move through it. And for me, it's been weird to study my own sexuality during this because even though I look forward to it, I'm definitely, I'm still on the end of the sexual spectrum that is the I desire more sexual activity um, than than I would say the average person, quote unquote, or whatever the hell that means. I don't even fucking know <laughs> right, if I'm normal, right? right? Like I don't fucking know. No. Um, so, but even in that, there are times when you know when this night that is so special to both of us, when things will veer emotionally, and I, you know, my body may be looking like it's ready. But I'm like, right. hell no, and I, I need to say no, because right. emotionally, I'm not connected. And I know what happens during sex then, because I'm distracted by my own emotional state. And so, number one, I'm not enjoying sex. Number two, that's when it typically ends up not being comfortable for my partner either, physically. Right. Like so, so to be really clear, this is a fucking mess that we're making. We're making right. this by not doing this well. And so it right. starts in, in the book, this whole conversation. So Samir and Anwin um, had hooked up, smooched or something before. And it, the liking and not liking was not equal. Um, sounds like 
Samir was a little more into her than she was into him. But they bump on, into each other at a party. And she says, hey, I just wanted to apologize for completely stopping texting you. Which, by the way, is completely normal in hookup culture. Like, it's supposed to be that we can enjoy each other for whatever there is and then walk away. That's what's supposed right. to be there. But it doesn't work for all of us. Let's be really clear. This is why norming behaviors is problematic. Right. Again, human animals are simply too varietous. But um, then boys are but then boys are told, well, you're not supposed to like her more than she likes you. Yes. So then you can't. Oh, and, and his response reflects that. Don't worry right. about it, he said. I understand. You're not looking for a relationship. Which is just like, let's be really clear. They're already like not talking to each other. They're talking to no. some mythical norm about each other. Okay. Right. Um, because in her head, she thinks, no, she thought it's more like I'm not looking for a relationship with you. With you. Exactly. Right. But he doesn't hear that. No. And it just continues. They end up going home together because her jacket with her coat is locked in a room during the party and so when it's time to go home she can't get into the room and so you know she needs a you know a safe place to spend safe place to spend the night right um, exactly and and he talks her into it persists in just saying just come home with me and she has you know several chances to try other things but she's been separated from her squad that she came with um god if that isn't a lesson folks and not just women they they talk plenty in the book about how men we need a squad that holds us accountable too um and folks who are queer of any kind of variety like having if we're going to be in situations where our ability to consent is compromised aka if we're drinking um having people who are helping us and supporting us and saying royce don't fucking do this you know you're you're not okay right now is really important and it, it has it's not just sex it's don't get in the fucking car, you idiot. Uh, you know, don't don't drive when you're like this. Don't uh, you're you're walking out into the cold without your coat on, and it's minus ten degrees. Come on, um, like there's a million reasons to be in groups. We're human animals. We are meant to be social. Anyway, okay, blah blah blah. Um, he characteristic. This is page two hundred three. He characteristically pushed. I remember pulling a classic soft boy move. He said. He told, he told me, um, like, fine, leave me alone. Everyone always does. Basically, whoa, whoa is me. My life is hard. You should feel bad for me. Don't leave me. Uh, all this emotionally manipulative shit. And this whole night, by the way, I've said, I, as, as, we, as we go through this, like, it was like reading myself on the page. I've said those things. Um, so when I look at this and I think about the problematic, I, it, it, it was just impossible. Again, he didn't give up so easily. You can't just leave after kissing me like that, he said. Um, I'm not sure I ever said that one, but a bunch of these others right. I've said, right? <laughs> and and all of these things go into, yes, no, I consented to this right? and not to that. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So, but as a 16 year, or I guess she's 21 or something, but yes, as, as a 20 year old female who is told we are people pleasers and, um, and someone now, yes. oh, you should. Uh, so, I mean, because your identity I, is in pleasing others, just like you are reading this and seeing yourself. I am reading this and saying, yep, I, mm -hmm, I am that girl Yeah. Uh, in so many ways. I am that girl. So she consents to something. She says, OK, let's go talk about this. Right. Um, and so they find themselves in a in a academic building just sitting on a on a couch or something and they end up making out there hooking up i guess as i'm supposed to say now mm -hmm. um 
Right. Um, but again, she's trying not to hurt his feelings. He just keeps persisting. Um, at one point, she was very clear. I don't want to have sex with you. That's okay, okay he said. I don't have any condoms. You know, writes it off, doesn't hear the no, continues right. to start to kiss again. I can make you feel good, he said. Um, he was much larger than I am, she recalls. I was totally trapped. That was the moment when I started to panic a little bit. So I said, mm -hmm. no, not here, which he hears as, oh, good, sex is coming. Good, but we somewhere gotta, else. Right, somewhere else. Right. So they go to the men's room, um, not here, uh, phones his roommate, gets him out of the room. Um, and so th then they have the space. Um, and so they end up doing the dance in bed. Um, and by dance, I don't mean sex. I mean, like so many, all of these variations of, uh, uh, oh, fuck, it would feel so good to fuck you. Remember, I don't want to have sex, she replied. It's okay, I don't have a condom, he repeats. A few minutes later, take off your shirt. More in order than a request. I'm just, re like, it's it's awful to read this and to see the result. The result ends up being um, unwanted oral sex with him pushing her head down on it. On, on his penis. But let's let's be really clear. Like, so I don't remember ever physically doing that to somebody. Um, I didn't even see that as a... Th Maybe I, I don't remember doing it. I hope I never did it. Um, I think I was really exposed to that for the first time watching porn. Um, but it... Every, everything up until then, I, I've done and said so many of these damn things. Like, this is this was a horrible scene to read because, it yeah, like you said, yeah, I'm that guy. No, oh, and it hurts me. Um, I had to read it uh, a couple of times. Honestly, it's uh, it hurts it hurts me even right now to hear it because because I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I get emotional because <laughs> because she her saying I don't want to remember I don't want to have sex God God I just want to grab her and say and it's not her fault it, it's a hundred percent not yeah. her fault but I, I'm I'm grabbing when I say I grab her I it's like I want to grab me as that age and say no I don't want to have sex with you yeah. <laughs> you know like and and then and then guess what then she'd be a bitch Yes. You know, oh, yeah. then she, then she'd be leading me on, oh, which God. I, I remember in high school, I was so triggered by people saying I was a tease. Yep. Um, I never teased anyone. What you're saying was I didn't do what you wanted me to do. Yes. And if that's, if that's what a tease is, then a hundred percent, I was president of that club because I didn't, I didn't do any of that. So when you say I chased boys or I was up front, yeah, it's only because as soon as they find out that I don't have sex, they left with someone else. Yeah. And so, but for, I, God, I'm just reading or reading this and hearing you say it now. God. She doesn't believe that she's allowed to say, stop, what are you doing? Yes. Stop it. And, and alcohol, of course, has something to, to play into it. But she was saying no. But, but yeah. we don't give people, women and men, we don't give them enough confidence to say, no, no, just, just no. And it's not about, well, she could have gotten up if she, if she really wanted. No, that's not it. Please stop. 
Yeah. I, I it, it hurts me so much because I know she wanted to say more and, and she didn't, didn't think it was polite. Oh, it just, it, it makes me cringe as a victim and as a mother and as someone who studies these things. And, and I know it would have been different if she had done these things, but but, and that's not her fault. I'm saying that the circumstances that we put our boys and girls and, and everyone into, the circumstances that our children are in, they don't have the tools and they don't have the knowledge to know that they're allowed to. Yeah. We have not created a culture where consent is celebrated. We have yeah. created a culture where the human animal is used and abused. I, I'm also hyper aware um, Lauren, you are one of the most courageous people I know. Um, and I know I'm fairly certain you would say stop if this needed to stop. But I also need to check in and say, you know, are we okay here? Um, are yes. we okay for, for our yes. purposes? And so that our audience knows before we started the recording for the podcast, and I do this with, with everybody on on any of the topics that I've interviewed about, there's always a conversation about what do we have to talk about so that you feel like um, this conversation was was it, what you intended, um, and also what are the no's? You know, do you have hard no's up front? But it also, I would like us to at least be able to model a little bit, even in a setting where we're having a conversation on the phone, that consent is important, right? Because this is not the end of this story, and this is going to get worse. Um, right. To be clear to our listeners also um, that Lauren and I understand that we can withdraw consent at any time in this conversation, just like would be expected of, well, should have been expected of Anwen and Samir. Um, right. So, it, yeah. Are you okay, my friend? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I Thank am good. It, uh, it pulls, it pulls I'm not okay, back. but we're going no, to continue. I mean, <laughs> It it pulls me back, not because of me. I have dealt with, uh, you know, just like you, I enjoy therapy more than most people. Yeah. And, um, or maybe not enjoy, but I know it's necessary. And, um, but I hurt because I know that it continues to happen. If yeah. I thought this was the only person, if I was the only rape victim out there, you know, I could, I I wouldn't lose as much sleep. I just know that it's not me. It's I mean, not just me. To page 207. Up until this point, Anwen and Samir's story was relentlessly, depressingly ordinary. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this sounds, it sounds exactly like any Tuesday night. It's not even a weekend. Yeah. That's, you know, it's Tuesday. <laughs> that's, that's a regular, yeah. I mean, and I did not go to a party school. I went to, a, you know, it's uh, it's amazing how high schoolers and college students, this is just what happens. And up until this point, he had no idea that he was doing this. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to let him off on that. <laughs> I mean, what I'm Because some is, part of me knew. Oh. But I yeah, didn't listen what? to it because... I was asking and not hearing. Right. Right. right? Like let's, again, I, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, Samir and I are monsters. I also, I'm not going to let us off the hook. Like there, there was, 
maybe, well, he should speak for himself. I'll speak for myself. Right, I know that right. there was part of me that was that was questioning it because I had to keep asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of just going, you know what? I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not into it because I'm not clear that you're into it. Right. Right. Which is, she covers this in, in the, the chapter around queer sex. She actually mentions very pointedly that folks who are somewhere in, in the queer spectrum, like which she, she talks about folks that have transgender identities. She talks about folks who are straight up gay or, or bi or even pan or asexual. She talks about all of this in the variety, but she says that one of the things that the queer community contributes to the conversation that is vitally important is an understanding that they have to, number one, gain consent before every step, and number two, before every escalation in the in the encounter, and number two, that that uh, is is required before beginning. So we can't just talk about hooking up as though it means the same thing to both of us. Because, right. you know, when you talk to two gay men, one of them might think hooking up is, you know, for them, the height of sex is a blowjob. Um, right. And for the other, it's they have to be a top in, in anal sex or it's not sex. So they have to have a conversation to reconcile these two perspectives before they engage with each other or it's just going to be fucking awful and somebody's going to prison. Um, right. Well, and I would say that that's probably uh, the reason why consent is gained or um, asked for at a higher rate with uh, with the LGBTQ community is because yeah. it is not what we assume is the norm. So you are not just going to go up to someone and say, do you want to hang out later? Do you want to watch a movie later? That doesn't mean anal to yes. gay people, but to to a man and woman he says do you want to watch netflix and and she says yes and he's thinking cool we're gonna have sex yep. or, or whatever is in his mind or her mind or or what what does that mean because that's just the norm we go to it hey guess what we're here my roommate left that's sex right and she yep. may not think that so i i applaud that and and to me i hope we all strive for that these are not things just because i am a female and I'm 22 and I'm hanging out with you, that does not mean that we're going to have sex. It, so, so in that right I mean, there, I think it's important. I, it, it's vital. I, I, so there's two, two things here that I think I feel like ha- has to be talked about. Number one, it, it goes even further for me. My, um, my encounters with folks in the BDSM community, in the leather community, um, they actually go even farther uh, in the poly community, for example, where oftentimes, like I have friends who will not even like the start of their date is the writing, uh, uh, the joint writing of a, a contract yeah. around what we like and don't like, what we yeah. say yes to. And some go as far as having two different, uh, two different um, trigger words. One that oh, says, right. Yes. One that says, we're going to stop what we're doing because I don't like it, but we can continue in sex acts, but we need to yes. choose something else. And another yes. word that said, another safety word that is fuck off. I'm out. Um, we're done. Exactly. Right. So, uh, yeah, I've only heard this from, from, uh, one, uh, one thing I was reading once, but yes, I heard, um, someone and they would use colors. So yes. red, red is, Oh no, we're done. Like I'm yep. getting up <laughs> Yep. and, but yellow is, uh, uh-uh, no, please stop that. Like slow down or not, uh, or yeah. we're going to, I'm not ending this encounter, but I am 
but I'm not feeling what we're doing what right you're now. doing exactly yeah. yes I love that because it, yes it's not a yes or no it's it's similar to you know and I do this all the time I I make stories that are not sexual you know it's like when you're tickling your kid and he yes. says stop it just it just means please please I'm gonna pee my pants <laughs> or <laughs> Or please, I do not like this. I want to go upstairs. It's amazing because stop is not, a, it's not, it doesn't mean both of those. And so how can you, yeah, I, I love it. I, I'm obsessed with more communication beforehand, but that is just me. I'm a, I, I want to know everything about you before, whatever, any, any interaction of any kind. So I love that. So as I'm recording these intros and outros back to back, I realize that this entire episode was really about how clear communication is really sexy. And it's so true. It's so damn true. Again, why are we engaging in these activities if not to have a shared experience? Otherwise, why isn't masturbation just a a better thing all the way around? And sometimes it is. Even if we're having casual hookups, even if we're having casual sex, which is absolutely a thing that a lot of people are doing more. Well, it's always been done, truth be told, but it's becoming more an accepted part of our culture. And that's that's fantastic. But what's different between masturbation and casual sex? Hopefully it's something about the mutuality, a shared moment a shared bliss with with another human being. So we're releasing these a little more often right now, so I hope you're enjoying that. Uh, We'll have more next time 